Welcome to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? You know, our couch talk where we sit around and giggle or when we lay across the bed and talk about that tough stuff. Maybe it's when we chit-chat on the phone about how our day went. Yeah, this is that space. It's that time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we dive into another episode. And by the way, did I mention my name is Cheryl? Yeah, it's me, your girl. So let's get into this. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? Excuse my voice, you guys. I'm just, I'm having a little difficulties with my voice, but I have a special guest today and it's someone that I've known, man, um, since I was 22 years old. Um, That's when I first met you at Victory Temple and her name is Shavaz Bikes. Um, she is an awesome woman of God. Um, I've literally got to watch her grow in, into the woman that God has called her to be. And today she's going to join us and talk about her book and some other exciting things because you guys know the season two, it's all about reconciliation and healing those past traumas that we can go forward and do what God has called us to do. So with all that being said, let's get started. Shavaz. Yes. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm so excited. Um, You said you was 20-something because I thought I was 20-something. Like I think we're not that far in age. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, But um, I thought you were still in high school, though. I don't think you were 20. I think you guys, like, I think you were a senior in high school. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking about that today. I was like, you know, how far do we go back? Like, what age was I? Yeah, I was 23 or 22. 23. Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I look up to you and big bro Marcus as my big brother, my big my big sister. Um, so thank you for yeah. I'm I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to have you. <laughs> you know, one of my first experiences really with you was you were telling me about this dream that you had, where God had revealed something to you, and there was these pigs that were sitting on your head and he was showing you that the attitudes and the different things. I don't know if you remember that, but I remember listening to you talk thinking, dang, man, this is tight. You know what I'm saying? A young woman and she's really, it was spiritual. Okay. What he had showed you. And, um, it, it inspired me because when I, when I first met you was around the same time that I got saved. Mm. So my experience in church was only really small because I had only, I had been in church all my life, but you know, sometimes when you grow up in church, you're not really Really? in church. That's real. You just sit in the back of the church and giggle and scribe Mm -hmm. on the seat, the wooden seat, (laughs) the pews, and you know, write in the the hymnals and laugh at the pastor. And you know, that's who I was in church when I was younger. So, but when I first met you and I heard you begin to speak about how God was speaking to you and showing you things, I was really amazed that Mm. you were young and God was really using you. And I thought that was awesome. So when I thought to ask you to be on the show, I thought this is a young woman, well, close to my age, but (laughs) you're still young. Thank you. (laughs) But you know, someone that has strived from a young age to serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. And in today's day and age, that's a missing element. Mm. A lot of people want to have that 
testimony yeah where they messed up and was on drugs and did this and did that and before they come to know the lord but it's a blessing Mm. to know the lord in your youth yeah and grow up in the lord and still serve the lord despite the time that has lapsed from the beginning until now yeah and that's one thing that really inspired me about you because Mm. i i was i didn't that wasn't my story Mm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but it made me want that story for my children Wow. You know, when you've never seen that before, it's foreign to you. So to be able to witness that from a distance, it was amazing. And I thought, what better person could I have on my show than someone who's decided to follow God, Jesus, from their youth Mm. and can minister from that vantage point. Mm. So I want you to just tell us a little bit about this book that you wrote and also, you know, mention your ministry and some of the things that you've been doing over the years and get us all caught up to date. I will. But if I can comment on what you just said, like, thank you for sharing that. That's encouraging because growing up, I really um, I even I wanted to be on the other side that I wanted to do more like to have that testimony. Does that make sense? Like I I, I didn't when I was share uh, with young women they would just say, you know, oh, you know, you 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 just miss goody two shoes. You think you all of that. So when you said that, that's encouraging to me because I felt like I, you know, maybe I was too churchy or too, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. for them to I say, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be honest, like um, even even growing up, knowing what the word of God says about, you know, sex outside, outside of marriage. And I did. I was like, OK, I'm going to keep myself, you know, and I didn't. And so I remember talking to someone about um, not liking sex, you know, and whatever, and and, and but then keeping myself. And so when how old was I? I think uh, around nineteen, nineteen and twenty, I I I turned the corner to say, you know what, I'm going to keep myself from my husband. I remember talking to this person. And just like, she just shot me down because you didn't like sex. And so that's why. And I was like, okay. So, you know, just, just pee on my, uh, my testimony of like, yes, yeah. You know that I did. I I went out there, but then I decided, you know what? I'm going to keep myself pure going forward. So anyway, I just wanted to share. Thank you for that's encouraging to me. But in that time, it was just like, you know what? This is not enough because I needed to do something more, but Anyway, on to the book. <laughs> uh, the book is Dear Woman, Get Well Letters of Hope. And the reason why I wrote Dear Woman, um, sure, I was just in a really low place, like dealing with chronic pain, dealing with endometriosis, which is um, uh, my, my doctor said it like I, w- I was having two periods. You know, you know, as mm-hmm. girls, period already yeah. is uh, on 10, uh, on 12 so he said to have two periods, it's like, what does that mean? But endometriosis, you know, affects the womb, affects the uterus. I mean, go in different places, pain with it, uh, vomiting, throwing up. I couldn't keep food down. It was just, it was really um, a long journey of 11 years of chronic pain. And each month I would uh, dread and fear my period. Like one of my chapters is, uh, you know, my friend named fear because I feared my, I, I had, I was afraid of my period. You know, I was like, Oh, I would look at the calendar. Okay, here it comes. You know, you know, you, you know how many days, 28 days, 25 yeah. days. Yeah. Oh, it's here. It's coming. And just going to this state of depression. Um, it was a time where I was so in pain that I, I said, you know what? I really want this to stop. And I, I, I imagined myself. I was like, you know what? I should just take a knife and just 
stick it in my stomach and just, you know, gut it out, you know, and then I'm not here anymore. And I'm just being honest and real, but it was, it was so much on me. And even in the midst of that, still crying out to God. And so anyway, so in the midst of my um, painful situation, I was like, God, is there anybody else out there in the world dealing with what I'm, what I'm dealing with? Because I've never heard of it. Um, and I looked online. I didn't find anything. I found a book by a woman that wrote a book on her dealing with breast cancer. So that gave me an idea to say, wait a minute, if she wrote her story about breast cancer, then I could write my story and, and, and inspire, give hope and encouragement to women dealing with chronic pain. So I really wrote it. For me at first, because I needed that hope, but then saying, wait, wait a minute, I'm not the only one. Then I researched and saw that it's like 100, right now, probably, that number's probably gone up, 200 million Mm. women that deal with endometriosis. It is a silent disease, it's a silent killer that... Like I said, I didn't know. My sister is a doctor. I'm being funny. That's one of my chapters. My sister's a doctor. But my sister helped diagnose me. And we was on the phone one day, and I was talking to her. I was like, what's up, Vanna? You know, how you doing? And in the midst of me talking to her, I had to stop talking to her and run into the restroom, and I threw up. And I got back on the phone. She's like, what's up with you? And I was like, I just each, each month, I am throwing up on my periods. She was like, Shabazz, that's not normal. And I was like, well, it's normal to me. You know, it's been going on forever. <laughs> forever. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? And so she was like, have you ever heard of, heard of endometriosis? And I'm like, endometriosis, what? You know what I'm saying? Is this some type of, <laughs> what, what, kind of what, what type of disease, the spirit, what is this? So I looked it up and sure enough, Cheryl, I had all of the symptoms that the Google said I had. Wow. Went to the doctor. And the doctor confirmed that I had endometriosis. So I I credit my sister for diagnosing me because, mind you, I was going years and and, and taking pain pills, taking pills that helped me go to sleep. And and no one, they just medicated me. They didn't help me understand until she told me, hey, have you heard of endometriosis? No. Then I checked it out. Wow. Yeah. It's like, okay. A light bulb. Yeah. Yeah. And, (laughs) And then, so that... That that just kind of turned the corner there, and so it's interesting what you said about like so for so for me how long have I been dealing with this? I remember the first time of having a feeling of wanting to vomit on my period, and it's it's interesting because I got married. 2004 and I think it was before I got married and I was at my in love's house soon to be in love's house I had a pad in my hand Cheryl and I was walking to the bathroom now I've had my period since I was 14 I am the girl that prayed for her period I know that sounds (laughs) I I know that sounds all you girls out there like what's wrong with her I'm serious I prayed for my period like I was waiting, you know, for it to come like, a, you know, like I was waiting on the bus stop for Just a bus. Say, yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's going to come. And I pray for my period. And it was a dream come true when my period came. And then it was a nightmare when I when I was at age 26. So but anyway, so for all those years, for 14 to 26, I didn't, you know, cramps, not not anything, you know, bad. Just we all have cramps. But that day I had pad in hand and in the restroom and I felt like throwing up. And I didn't think I was like, oh, that's a that's a strange feeling. But then not knowing after I got married that that was that was going to be my daily normal thing. Each month I would throw up 
and I couldn't keep food down and pain and things like that. And so um, the journey dealing with endometriosis has been, um, it's, it's interesting now, it's, it's difficult. Now I'm on the other side of healing. It's strange um, that I, I, don't, I don't throw up. It's strange right now. I don't have periods. So that's a whole nother discussion. Right. <laughs> um, but before my period stopped, I was, uh, my period was getting lighter. I could eat. I can go uh, out on events. I mean, I was missing events because I just couldn't, I was, right. I was being heavy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was you really, were, you didn't feel good. I didn't so feel good, you know? You? And so right now I'm on the other side, you know, of healing, but going back to dear woman, I, I found this girl, this woman in Luke 13, and it, and Jesus said to her, he called her, dear woman, you are loose from your infirmities. And when I saw that, Cheryl, I just like, I lost it because I, I found myself in the word of God. You know, mm -hmm. like sometimes it's just like we can read the yes. word of God yes. and it's like, it's, it's words on the paper. Yes. But then when the words become flesh mm -hmm. and the words jump up off the page and you see yourself mm -hmm. in it, I'm like, that's me. And here is Jesus going in the synagogue and this lady, uh, dear woman. Now, I love how she doesn't have a name. You know, I don't say Cheryl. I don't right. say Rebecca or Rachel. It said dear woman. And so I can't identify with her. She is there and she's sitting there. And Jesus, I'm playing this out in my head. You know, he's there. and He's, you know, teaching on the kingdom of God. And she's bent over. And it says that he, he saw her. He saw her bent over in her state. Uh, I'm getting emotional because I was in a bent over state. I was weak. I was I was um, hopeless, um, depressed, in shame, in isolation. Jesus saw her. And then he called her. He called her by name. You know, he knows her. He he knows me. And then it said that he touched her. And he healed her and she went out and she praised the Lord. And so the book is broken up in those stages of um, that she was bent over mm -hmm. and then he saw her and then he called her and then she went out praising. So it, it just it, it, it progresses through the journey of Dear Woman. But then I intermingle my story. I talk about uh, pain and, and Job how he went through some pain, how Paul went through pain. Um, we're going to go through pain. And the Bible says that we, you know, as long as we're in this world, we're going to have some trouble. We're going to have some pain. Yes. I believe that pain really helps us uh, get strong, right? Like in my weakness, Cheryl, I really know that I'm strong. You know what I'm saying? Like my ministry is one strong woman. right? And it came out of that time of weakness. And so I'm like, um, I'm getting emotional right now. It's I just know, like we're both getting emotional, but we got to hold it together. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, in my time of weakness, I remember being at church and not being able to stand up and worship because I was in pain and, um, but still trying to lift my hands and worship the Lord. And um, he showed me that he was strong in my weakness. That it's not just Paul saying that my grace is sufficient mm -hmm. for you. It's not just Paul. Right. Paul is saying it, but then I experienced grace. 
that his grace is sufficient. I experience when he says my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Like I experienced that. And um, one of the chapters is um, worship in the midst of warfare. And it's interesting the way that God gave me the chapter. Cheryl, he gave me the chapters of my book before I experienced some things. And, 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 and I'll help you understand what I mean. I heard worship in the midst of warfare. And I was like, God, what does that mean? I don't understand that. Until I was in the restroom. Thank you. Until I was in the restroom and um, it was one of my uh, endometriosis. I call it, I call them endo episodes. And um, I would, I would, I would, and I hope and forgive me, audience, that, you know, I know that I probably said vomit. No, I, I know I said vomit so I many times. I want you to be as candid as possible because here, the, the people that are listening to our podcast, that's who they are. Okay. Well, so good. don't I worry don't, about it. Just say whatever you need okay. to say and feel and free. And I want, you know, people stomach, but I, it, it's just, that was, this is, that, that was my life. Like, you know, and it's like, if she say vomit, well, it's just, that's what I was doing. Right. right. I would vomit and I would be so loud, Cheryl, in the house. That Gary will run from where he was and come in and come in and, and, and tend to me and get bags and, you know, with, with me. And so this particular time I'm in the restroom. I think I just got out the shower or something and I, I vomited. And, and, and so I'm loud. Right. And Gary, Gary's hearing me. But this time. You know, he didn't run to me this time. I stood there and I lifted my hands up in that in that bathroom. And I promise you, I felt like it was I was in battle with the devil like himself. I can't explain it, but it was like it was worship and warfare. It was warfare. And I lifted my hands up after I vomited and I was going off in the in the spirit and I was telling him to back up, back off. You lose my, you know, get your hands off my body. And I was worshiping and I just lifted my hands and I was like the song by Chris Tomlin. Um, our God is greater. Mm-hmm. Our God is stronger. God is high, higher than, you know, any other. My God is healer. And I was singing that and Gary was going to run. He told me this later. He said, I was going to run to you. And the Lord said to me, um, I, she's OK. And. And so that right there was my invitation. That right there was my experience of worship and warfare, right? I said that God gave me the titles before I had the experience. I was like, what is worship in the midst of warfare? And worship, uh, is this a song, uh, my praise is my weapon. Pray, I mean, that was my weapon that day. And, and the enemy and the spirit of infirmity backed up off of me that day. And I, I slept on the couch and I was at peace. And so um, when we're in the midst of pain and those that are listening that are in the midst of pain, they're hearing me. And they, it, it might not be chronic pain or endometriosis. It might be a divorce. It might be a betrayal. Somebody you might was molested or raped. And if you can hear the sound of my voice. Exactly. If you can get a place, and I know it's like, well, and I'm just telling you from a place that I know that you can get in a place of worship and, a, you know, that it's warfare. I promise you, it is like the devil himself will back up off of you. Mm-hmm. He might come back at another time right. and then you worship again and you back up off of me because I'm going to lift my hands in this battlefield right. with bullets. Right. Flying, throw up, flying, uh, uh. Uh, stabbing, cramping pain in my in my uterus that is like, okay, is something coming up out of me? But I'm going to worship God. 
because he he is good. Yes. I'd like to take this time to thank everyone who has helped bring this about. First, Marcus Williams, Garvaz Creative, Charmel Cofield, and Justice West. My special guests, but mostly you, my listeners. So until next time, stay true, stay you, stay woman.